0: Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. It is my heart to help you all overcome the real-life challenges that you're facing, but in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host and life coach, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Ladies, I have to tell you about this incredible subscription box that my friend Megan Whatley makes for Christian teen girls. If you love getting gifts and growing closer to God, you are going to want to check out this box by The Beautiful Movement. These boxes ship out every other month with a different theme each month containing four to six different gifts. The gifts include something for your faith, for fun, for fashion, and even a gift you can share with friends or family members. And the best part is the November box is available for purchase right now. The theme is fall in love and is designed to help you fall in love with God and with his word. To grab your box, head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com and enter the code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, to save 15% on your first box. So we are still on the Ask Me Anything series from Uncommon Teen Live, and this week's question is, How do I help my friend who struggles with anxiety? First of all, I love your heart for wanting to help your friend who is struggling. But before we get into this episode, I want you to know that you cannot fix your friend's problems. Now, me, I am a fixer. I want to go in and I want to fix everything for everybody. God never created us to do that. Only God, through His Word, can do that. John 8.32 tells us that it's the Word of God that we know that makes us free in every single area of our life. So as a friend... Our goal should not be to try to fix their problems, but to point them back to God and what it is that His Word says. So before we dig into how we can help our friends who struggle with anxiety, let's talk a little bit about anxiety. God did not create our bodies to carry worry or anxiety. When we excessively worry or struggle with anxiety, it will eventually break us down physically mentally and spiritually listen to some of these common side effects of stress and worry headaches muscle pain chest pain tiredness upset stomach sometimes even ulcers that's where the lining of your stomach begins to tear and you begin to bleed trouble sleeping you resist sickness easier dizziness fast heartbeat nausea shortness of breath heart disease (sighs) ah that's pretty crazy that's just the side effects on your body let's talk about the side effects on your mind Anxiety, restlessness, lack of motivation, memory problems, bad mood, sadness, depression, panic attacks, can't focus or think clearly, tiredness, and suicidal thoughts. This is not good, ladies. The number of teens that are struggling with anxiety is going out the roof. God never designed us to carry worry. He never designed us to carry stress and anxiety. Billy Graham says it this way. He says, at its best, anxiety distracts us from our relationship with God and the truth that he is Lord of heaven and earth. At its worst, anxiety is a crippling disease, taking over our minds and plunging our thoughts into darkness. He also said, God doesn't want us to be consumed with worry or anxiety. Instead, he wants us to turn our worries over to him and to trust him for our future. 1 Peter 5, 7 through 9 tells us what to do. 1 Peter 5, 7 through 9 tells us to do. 1 Peter 5, 7 through 9 tells us what we should do with that anxiety, with that worry. It says, give all your worries and cares or anxiety. To God, for he cares about you. Stay alert, watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for somebody to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. When this verse tells us to give all our worries and cares to God, the picture that the Greek language, which is what the New Testament, that's from the books of Matthew all the way through Revelation, They're written in what's called Koine Greek. And the picture that the Greek language paints is of somebody who is holding a weight that is so heavy. It's literally breaking their back. They can't carry this weight by themselves. They're crushed underneath the weight that they're carrying. Have you ever heard somebody say, or maybe you've even said this yourself, something along the lines of, I can't do this by myself, or I can't handle this situation. It's too big for me. That's what this imagery is painting of this verse. However, instead of just letting that weight continue to weigh them down, they begin to call for an animal, something like a donkey or a camel. That donkey, that camel, that weight is nothing for them. It's not too heavy for them because they are strong enough to carry that load. When that person gives all of that weight over to the donkey or over to the camel, It's now off of their back and they can breathe again. They can walk in peace again. Now, it doesn't mean that that weight is gone. They can still see it. It's right there. They still need to take action to do something about it so it doesn't stick around, but they're no longer carrying it. They're no longer being crushed under the weight of it. This verse is telling us to do the very same thing. When we have something that begins to weigh us down or we just can't stop thinking about it. It's too heavy for us to carry worries, anxieties. We need to quickly give them over to the Lord. And guess what? Jesus is volunteering to take that load for us. There's a saying that says, a little bit of worry is good, or a little bit of stress is good, or a little bit of anxiety is good. No, God tells us in his word, fear not, do not worry. Those are commands. Those are not suggestions. And ladies, let me just say too, God isn't just willing to take the big stuff. He wants the small things, the things that you don't think He really cares about. Anything that causes you worry and anxiety and stress, God wants it gone from your life because, like I said, God never created us to carry any of that. Then, verse 8 in 1 Peter 5 7 through 9 says, Stay alert. Have you ever been so tired that you couldn't see straight? Your imagination is going wild and you think you see something that's not really there. I remember being in a van headed from Kansas City, Missouri to Washington, D.C. for a mission trip. I was so tired because I can't sleep in a vehicle. (laughs) So I was so tired. And as we got to Pennsylvania, I was looking out the window and I was sure I saw a horse that was reared back on its legs getting ready to attack somebody. I was like, oh my goodness, what am I seeing? And so I did a double take. And it turned out just to be a lady who was dressed in tan, like nothing more than that. And so I was like busting up laughing, but I was so tired. I couldn't see straight. Worry and anxiety does the same thing. It blows things out of proportion. So we're not seeing things clearly. Our emotions are going crazy. It's distorting reality. This world tells us, follow your feelings, do what makes you feel good. Well, ladies, if you follow your feelings, it's going to only create more chaos. It's not worth it. Choose to give those things to God, and eventually your feelings will follow. And then in 1 Peter 5 7 through 9, it says, The devil prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking for someone to devour. The devil is roaring. He's trying to get you stuck in worry and anxiety so he can paralyze you, so he can stop you. He's saying, Look, Look at all this. Look at all this. This is why it's so important to give all of those cares and worries to the Lord, because he is going to continue to roar and continue to roar and continue to roar until he takes you down, until that weight of worry and anxiety crushes you. So give him over to God. And then you're able to resist the devil and tell him to get out of your way. Don't let him take you down. Proverbs fourteen thirty tells us that a peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. We just read through all of these side effects of what stress and worry and anxiety does for us. Well, when we're at peace, when we've given it to God, that leads to a healthy body. But how do we give that to God? What does that look like? Philippians 4, 6 through 8 says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that you can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So instead of worrying, trade in your worry for faith-based, bold prayers. Ladies, you don't have to be afraid of the enemy. When you have God on your side, you don't have to fear anything. You can use faith-based, bold prayers and experience God's peace and whatever it is that you're walking through. So how do we pray those faith-based bold prayers? This verse tells us, it says, don't worry about anything, but instead pray about everything. That word prayer means to draw close to God and make an exchange. You're choosing to give him your worries and anxieties in exchange for your peace. Next, the verse goes on to say, tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. When it says tell God what you need, it means make a strong request. Boldly demand help from God. Now, this doesn't mean disrespect or anger or yelling at God. God, you do this or else, whatever. (laughs) That's not what it's saying. But it does say to speak boldly. God, this is what your word says, and I'm choosing to believe it. Lord, I need this, whatever it is I'm lacking, I need wisdom. James 1.5 tells me that when I need wisdom, all I have to do is ask of you and you give it to me. And then it says, thank him for what he's done. Thank you, Lord, for providing my needs. Thank you for providing what it is that I'm lacking. Thank you for working out this situation for good. Thank you for giving me wisdom so I can take care of this situation with you. And ladies, when you ask, fully expect to receive it. Mark 11.24 says, Whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. As long as it lines up with the word of God and you're not asking God to do something unbiblical, God will give it to you. You just got to believe it. If you do this, you come boldly to God, again, not being rude, but knowing that God is taking care of you, that's when the peace of God, which passes all understanding, invades your mind and your emotions. Guarding them like a soldier, not letting anything past that can cause you worry or anxiety because now you are in peace. And anytime something that springs up that causes you to worry or causes you to step into anxiety, you quickly give those to God and say, God, you're taking care of this. And you come boldly to him and you ask him for your needs and you thank him for them and you expect to receive them and continue the process over and over and over again. Don't let the enemy devour you. It says he's looking for somebody to devour. Don't be that somebody that he's looking for. Don't let him. You're not going to bow down and cower under his roar. You're going to stand up against him and say, get out of my way. Now that you've received God's peace, you have to keep it. So how do you keep the peace of God in your life? Well, like I said, continually give those cares and worries to God. But then Philippians 4, 8 goes on to say, fix your thoughts on things that are true. Not on distorted thinking, not on following your emotions, but what's really going on. Fix your mind on things that are honorable, that are right, that are pure, that are lovely, that are admirable, that are excellent, that are worthy of praise. Focus on the word of God and what it is that he says about your situation more than what you see going on in your life. That's how you maintain your peace. What you continually think about, what continually gets your attention we'll get you. So when you catch yourself in worry or feeling anxious, quickly toss them over to God, then get in the word of God and find verses on peace and begin to change what you're thinking about by speaking out loud the word of God. John fourteen twenty seven says that Jesus has given you his peace. It's a peace that this world or our circumstances or even people cannot give. So therefore, we're choosing not to let our hearts be troubled or afraid. Matthew 6.33 tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, which means put him first in your life and everything you need, he's going to give to you anyway. All you have to do is trust him. And notice that I said, change your thoughts by speaking the word of God out loud. Something I tell my kids often is I say, don't listen to yourself. Speak to yourself. And the reason that is, is because the enemy can put so many thoughts into your head. And if you're continually listening to those thoughts, you're going to get into worry and anxiety. But if you're speaking the word of God over yourself when you're catching those thoughts, it's going to change the way you think so that you know immediately if the enemy tries to plant something in your mind, you're like, uh uh, that's not from God and I don't receive it. Ladies, God wants you walking in peace. That's why he gave it to you even as a fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is what God has put on the inside of you when you gave your life to Jesus. Those include love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. God has placed all of those things on the inside of you, Now just receive it. So how can we help our friends who are walking through anxiety? number one, be there for them and listen to them. Number two, if you've walked through worry and anxiety yourself, let them know that you understand how they feel, that you've been there before. You've had things that you've worried about. Maybe not exactly what they're walking through. Maybe you don't understand exactly what they're feeling, but you've been there before and let them know that if they need somebody to talk to, you're there for them. Number three, let them know that God is there for them and wants to take away their worries, anxieties, and pain. You know, so many times we could be there for people and we're like, yeah, just talk to me, but we don't ever actually give them truth. Maybe we're afraid of how they'll respond to it. Ladies, don't just sit there and just be there for them, but not actually give them truth. Because what that is, you think you're being nice, but you're actually being mean because you're withholding the answer for them. I would much rather be nice and thought of as mean Because I'm trying to lead them to Jesus and trying to give them answers and maybe they don't want to receive it. So maybe they're like, would you quit telling me about your Jesus? And not me like bashing them over the head with it, but just encouraging them like, hey, you know, God loves you. He's there for you. I would rather be thought of as mean and really be nice than thought of as nice and really be mean by not sharing the answer, the only thing that can make them free. And then number four, help them understand that they can cast their cares on the Lord and he will give them peace. Number five, ask them if they've talked to their parents or even maybe a youth pastor about what's going on or if they'd like to, and then ask them if they would like to go alone to talk to them or if they'd like you to come with them. Number six, pray for them, that they would experience God's love and peace in a way that they haven't experienced it yet. Pray for wisdom for both you and your friend, and then thank God for those things. And then lastly, share this episode with them. If you're like, I learned a lot on this episode, but I don't know that I could share everything, share this episode with them. Hey, you know, I've been listening to this podcast and I think it would really help you. And then send them a link to the podcast. Let them know that there is hope. All right, ladies, I hope that this episode helped you. Anxiety is something that is very real that a lot of people are struggling with. A lot of Christians are struggling with it, but there is hope There is peace. You can walk in peace if you've been struggling with anxiety yourself. All right. So I want you to repeat after me and I want you to really mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies couple quick announcements. First of all, Uncommenting live tickets are on sale now, and I'm so excited. Not only do we have in-person tickets, but we also have live stream tickets available. So I would love for you, no matter where you are, even if you're in another country, I would love for you to be able to be a part of this conference. You can grab those tickets at Uncommentine.com and click on the tab that says Conference. We also have new merchandise available in our stores. If you have design ideas, send them on over to jamie at uncommentine.com. I would love to see your designs and feature your designs for Uncommentine as well. You can grab your Uncommentine merchandise at uncommentine.com and click on the tab that says store. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week and we'll see you back here next time.